Have you ever heard this phrase? It's just a dog. Is your dog just a dog? That's what we're talking about on this episode of the Driving with Rob podcast. It's just a dog. You'll hear that statement mainly from men. I've heard women say it too, but it's mainly from men. And quite often it's from old, grouchy men. I cannot believe you're making it special food. It's just a dog. I can't believe you paid the vet $2,000. It's just a dog. You spent how much on treats? It's just a dog. It's just a dog. And depending on how far south you are, just a dog. But what's just a dog to you may be the biggest thing in somebody else's life. For people who don't have kids, or maybe they're empty nesters, that dog is the thing they pour all their love and affection into. It's an outlet for your maternal, paternal instincts, especially if you don't have any kids. Or maybe your kids have grown and moved away. My grandpa Perkins once shot a dog and killed it because it bit him. But he never was loving and affectionate toward a dog. A dog had a purpose. It was a bird dog, a coon dog, a hunting dog, a pointer, a setter, and a dog that got labeled more trouble than it's worth wasn't around long. He wouldn't necessarily shoot him. He might give it away to somebody else. But he never really looked at dogs as pets. A dog had to earn its keep, just like a cat. A cat that didn't catch mice, in his opinion, was a useless cat, and one that lived in the house was a house cat. And he didn't believe house cats served any purpose at all. Cats were designed to keep mice and rats and voles out of his barn. But my other grandpa on my dad's side kind of felt the same way about dogs. He had hunting dogs, and he loved to coon hunt. Out in the woods in the middle of the night, hunting raccoons. And he thought the bay of a coon hound, piercing the quietness of night, was a beautiful sound like a songbird. He loved to listen to these dogs howl when they were on the scent. And he never really thought of dogs as pets. Just like my other grandpa, he believed that dogs had a purpose. A dog that wouldn't hunt was a worthless dog. It's just a dog. It just costs me money. It just eats me out of house and home. It is of no use to me. And both of these old men, I have heard say on more than one occasion, you shouldn't have a dog in the house. Dogs don't belong in the house. Dogs belong outside. And they both firmly believed in that idea. But when Grandpa got older, when I was grown, in spite of me hearing him say, dogs don't belong in the house, once he got older and the grandkids were almost grown, he not only had a dog in the house, he took that little dog with him everywhere he went. He had a little dog bed in the passenger side of his truck, and that was where the dog rode when they went places. And he loved that little dog. So all of a sudden, the dog wasn't just a dog. All of a sudden, that was his best friend. And we had dogs of our own growing up, but they were pets, and we loved these dogs, and we played with them. And many hours of playing in the woods involved taking that dog with you because we loved our dogs. We had this one dog named Chester, and that dog remains 
in my memory as the smartest dog I had ever seen. I was convinced I could teach that dog to talk. If I spent a little more time with him, I think I could have taught that dog how to talk. My great-grandmother, when she got older, she had this little Boston Terrier she called Tiny. It was the runt of the litter that somebody gave her. And that dog lived for years. And this was my great-grandmother. When we would go see her, she was in her 80s. She didn't really get around much. She didn't, ha she didn't own a car. She didn't have a driver's license. And she depended on other people to take her everywhere she went. So when we would go see her, we would ask her, what you been up to? Knowing she couldn't have been up to much. But we would say, what you been up to? And she would say, oh, me and Tiny have been watching TV. Me and Tiny got out in the garden a little bit today. Me and Tiny were pulling weeds in the flower bed. See, to her, Tiny wasn't just a dog. Tiny was the dog that kept her company. Tiny was the other heartbeat in the house. Tiny was more than just a dog. Tiny was her friend. Tiny was her companion. Tiny was her baby. And even though the family was pretty good about going to visit Grandma, she lived by herself. People didn't go see her 24 hours a day, and nobody stayed with her at night. But that little dog gave her enough peace and comfort that she was able to quite happily live by herself. It wasn't just a dog to her. We had this beagle named Avery. And we'd had a couple other beagles. We still have a beagle named Henry. But Avery was a dog that we got from a friend of ours. He introduced the lady who is giving away the puppies as Grandma Avery. So naturally, we named the dog Avery. And Avery was kind of a mid-sized beagle. She wasn't the, the little small beagles, and she wasn't the beagles that had the longer legs. You know, she was kind of a, kind of a mid-size, like a Ford Taurus. She was a mid-sized beagle. Avery weighed about 30, 35 pounds, but the way she acted, she believed she weighed 150 pounds and obviously felt like she had a streak of pit bull in her. She didn't really like to be held and petted. She kind of tolerated humans like a cat would do. But one of my boys taught her to beg. And if you were eating anything, whether you were at the kitchen table or sitting in the living room, she would come up and lay her chin, her bottom jaw, on your thigh and roll her eyes up at you like Oliver Twist begging for food. But Avery defended that household and didn't allow anybody who wasn't supposed to be there to get within six feet of the back door. She would scratch and paw at the ground. The hair on her back would raise up. Most vicious little 30-pound dog you ever saw in your life, if you were a stranger. Well, we had Avery for many years, and Avery got cancer, and she was already at least 12 years old. She was probably close to 13, which is kind of old for a beagle, they say. And the vet told us, you could start cancer treatment that may or may not work. And it's going to cost you around 6000 maybe $8,000. Well, we couldn't pay that because Avery was just a dog. I'd have a hard time paying that much money to cure me. And Avery was just a dog. And she was an old dog that didn't have many good years left anyway. So we just made her as comfortable as, as we could and took care of her as best we could. And she finally got to the point that she was just dragging her back legs all the time. She couldn't even stand up. And me and my wife had talked about, you know, at some point we're going to have to have her put down. 
it's not really a question of if, it's a question of when. So one night, she was in so much pain. She didn't even have the, the strength to push herself up on her front paws. And she was whimpering constantly, and every now and again she would yelp if she tried to move. And it was late at night, early in the morning. And my wife woke me up. And she said, I've already called the emergency animal hospital. They said they could do it. And it's time. So we gathered her up in a blanket. Took her to the vet, filled out the forms. And they said, we're going to give her something right away. To ease her pain and to calm her down enough. So that we could get the IV started. And they gave her the shot and she calmed down. And they said, would you like to hold her? And I held her in that blanket and talked to her as gently and in as comforting tones as I could. And her breathing got slower until she stopped breathing at all. And the vet at the emergency animal hospital took a stethoscope to check for heartbeat and said she's gone. And my wife and I cried and stroked her head and back for the last time. Don't ever say it's just a dog. Because that dog was loved and it gave love. It maybe wasn't a human, but to us, it was more than just a dog. That's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Thanks for listening. If you have a dog, hold it and tell it that you love it. I'll talk to you next time. Bye now. Thank you.